listening to Closer Look. I'm Billy Branham. For many who struggled to buy food before the pandemic, quarantine and mass unemployment make it that much harder. Our ministry partner, Convoy of Hope, is rolling in with some relief. Spokesman Jeff Nini says they're busy providing meals for hungry people across America and beyond. You know, we tried to help internationally at first, but then when it came to the United States, we thought, you know, we've got to get involved in this in a bigger way. We have to either operate in fear or operate in faith. And and we made that decision to operate in faith. So we announced that we were going to provide 10 million meals to people that had been affected by the virus, whether that was directly in a physical way or they had been impacted in an economic way because of layoffs or furloughs, that type of thing. We serve a big God and we want to see what he can do. And for those who don't know what Convoy of Hope does, can you share some background information? Sure. Yeah, we've been in existence for about 26 years now, and we started with a really simple premise. We wanted to use food to share the gospel. People seem to know us the most as a disaster response organization, but we do so many other things as well. That's probably about a third of what we do. We have a children's feeding program where we feed kids in school in order to keep them in school and get them an education in 18 different countries right now. And we're feeding 300,000 children every school day. And once we got that established, we started looking at the whole family. You can't sustain that. You can't just keep feeding kids and feeding kids and feeding kids. You want to develop in them a means to be able to feed themselves. So we started with the mothers and we started training them in jobs training and and how they can start a business and how to run that business. And now we've had somewhere over 15,000 women go through that program. And then we started an agriculture program about that same time, teaching some of these parents how they can grow their own food. And, And again, it all goes back to using food to share the gospel. Well, I'm glad you brought up school-aged children because a lot of times school is where some kids get their biggest and best meal. And how are you adapting what you normally do in the COVID-19 pandemic situation? We've, uh, we've already been to 35 different states with food and supplies, and we're, we're delivering it in tractor-trailer load. So we go into a community and we go in and deal with the local church immediately. And, and we leave it up to those local churches in how they want to distribute the food, what's best for their community. You know, who better than the local church to know what the community needs, what the families need. A lot of them are working through the local schools to provide school meals. They're also, some of them are doing drive-throughs in their parking lots. The parents can come in and get the food, take it home and, and feed their children. A lot of the churches are, are helping supply food banks. So there's a whole variety of ways that it's going on. I'll give you an example. My church here in Springfield, Missouri, where I live, we have got volunteers that are going out every day to deliver food from the schools to uh, families that are on the free and reduced lunch program. So local churches are getting involved in a whole variety of ways in doing this. I'm Billy Branham talking with Jeff Nini. We're discussing how Convoy of Hope has provided millions of meals during the COVID-19 pandemic and other disasters. Now, how are you keeping those volunteers safe while they're out there in our community and handing out meals? 
the the local churches that we're partnering with, volunteers are wearing masks and they're wearing gloves. They're they're social distancing, so they're they're spreading the food out so it's not all in one location. But the forklift will take it off the truck, and they'll, a lot of them. I just saw a video of a church. They have a very large lobby, and they've converted that into a warehouse work space. They have a forklift, unloads a truck, takes it in through the doors to the church, and then sets it in the lobby. And they're setting these pallets up 10 feet, 12 feet apart from each other. And then maybe only one or two, one person on each side of the pallet working on on getting that food packaged and putting it into bags and getting it ready. So they're, they're doing a great job at servicing the needs of people, but yet staying safe in the meantime. That's good to hear. How do you get the word out other than radio interviews about what you guys offer? A lot of word of mouth, believe it or not. And then we have a we have a pretty significant email list. We have partnered with probably close to 7,000 churches, uh, letting them know what we're doing, plus just our general email list trying to get people to uh, to support what we're doing as well. As you can imagine, there's a lot of demand right now for things like masks and soap. Those things are in high demand. So as we normally have corporations that will donate those products to us. And in cases like this, we're finding that we're having to purchase some of those supplies that are in such high demand. So we've, we've gotten the cost down to now where we can provide a meal for about a dollar. We feel like that's pretty good, but that's still, that's $10 million. So what if someone listening right now wants to get involved in what Convoy of Hope is doing? Uh, The best thing they could do is contact their local church to start with and see if their local church is doing anything either with Convoy or with someone else. I mean, there's so much that needs to be done. There are a lot of volunteer opportunities. Uh, second thing is, you know, make sure that, that you stay safe while you're doing that. Don't expect the church to have or whoever you volunteer for have everything that you need. Try to have your own mask, your own gloves, you know, take responsibility for your own safety. Uh, people that want to respond and help in other ways, they can go to our website. It's convoyofhope.org. They can find out where some of these deliveries are taking place. They can also follow our social media channels, uh, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're, we're constantly putting up stories about where we're partnering, who we're partnering with, things like that. And then they can always make a financial donation via the website as well. This is Closer Look. I'm Billy Branham. Jeff Nini and I are talking about Convoy of Hope's response in the COVID-19 pandemic. What have you personally witnessed about how people are coping with this whole situation? Some people are taking it in stride. They're, they're working through it and they're doing well. But I see so many people that are battling loneliness and fear. And that's, that's what disturbs me the most, I think. You can imagine somebody that lives by themselves, but then to multiply that by the fact that, you know, they're not able to get out, they're not able to go to work, or maybe they got laid off or whatever that might be. There's just a lot of general loneliness out there. And then there's despair. I mean, you see, I've seen it with people that have been unemployed. They've got kids, they've got a, a a new house that they just bought, different things like that. And that story is multiplied across the country.
Now, I think one of the things that, that we can do as a Christian community is we can pray for those folks. But the second thing we can do is we can reach out to them, offer a hand, say, hey, how are you? I just wanted to check on it. just want to let you know I'm thinking about you. We can all do something to help someone. One of the things that Convoy, our culture, we and, and Hal Donaldson, our founder, has challenged us to do this. Do the next kind thing in front of you. Just think how much better that would make the community around us. Absolutely. And Jeff, you were talking a little bit about some of the struggles. Are there any positive stories that you can share that you've witnessed? Number one, I've seen a couple healings here in town. I have a a guy that I know very involved in ministry, has a a pretty high up leadership position, was hit by the coronavirus early. One of the first cases here in Springfield, first day in the hospital, they didn't think he would make it through the night. None of his family allowed to see him. Uh, His son is a doctor, and even he couldn't go in to see him. They finally were able to take him off the ventilator, do a tracheotomy on him, and he is slowly improving. I've seen a couple other guys and gals that have been infected deeply by the, the coronavirus in a physical way, and now they're rebounding as well. Unfortunately, not every story ends that way, but but it's exciting to see what God is doing in the midst of this pandemic. And then just to see, we've seen videos of some of the churches that are passing out meals that we have provided to them. And, and to see the, the parents and hear the comments as they drive through, and, and they're so excited and, and thankful. And to see the kids smiling and the, and the parents just weeping because in one case, I remember, you know, they were out of food, laid off, out of money. What are we going to do? And they were able to come and get food. And just to be able to restore hope in people is a huge thing. This is Closer Look. I'm Billy Branham, joined by Jeff Nini with Convoy of Hope. They've provided meals to millions during the COVID-19 pandemic. Let's talk a little bit about your international response outside of the country. What are you guys doing? Uh, very similar to what we're doing domestically, only, you know, the meals are a little bit different. We have these special meals that we have worked with other partners, such as Feed My Starving Children, Meals for the Heartland, and they have come up with these scientifically proven rice-based meals that have nutrients and vitamins and things like that in them. And that's what we've been feeding kids in these uh, 18 focus countries. So we're doing the same thing with adults and families now in those countries. We're trying to get more of those meals. Here's the big challenge with the, with the shutdown and the social distancing, these companies that we get the food from or these other ministries, they're not able to have volunteer events to pack meals. So our meal supply is starting to run down, and that's that's uh, something that's you know a little bit unnerving. But but that's what we're doing there. We we have most of our international staff working from home as well as much as they can. Obviously, the warehouse people and the and truck drivers, et cetera, uh, have to be out in the field to do what they're doing. But you know we try to equip them with uh, protective equipment as much as we can, masks gloves, et cetera. Jeff, will this COVID-19 response change anything about how you do things in the future? Well, that, you know, that's, that's an interesting question. Um, and I don't know that we've talked about it much yet. I really believe it will, how it does. Uh, I'm not sure yet, but, but I know we'll be more 
more aware. I think it's going to be interesting for society as a whole. You know, I'm a hugger and not being able to just go and hug people that I see or that I haven't seen in a while or whatever it might be. You know, you go to work, you see somebody, hey, how are you? Give them a big hug, a pat on the back. And, you know, we're all going to think differently now about doing that. And uh, I think it's going to be really interesting as we go forward. I'll give an example, our community events are, take place in the cities, and that's where we bring together the best that a community has to offer. And there's always a lot of hugging, a lot of hand-holding. You pray with people, you know, different things like that. So it'll be really interesting to see if and that changes and, and if so, how. It, I think we're all going to have a period of readjustment after this. Is there anything that you want our listeners to know that we haven't talked about yet? Just that we so appreciate you guys and your listeners have always been so good to respond, so good to pray for us, so good to support what we're doing. And uh, we're just thankful for that. Thanks once again to my guest, Jeff Nini with Convoy of Hope. You can find out more information about the organization by visiting convoyofhope.org. For Closer Look, I'm Billy Branham.